This is a HeadGum Original. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Stella Red to throw some shade. Kiki with the gaze. It's time to drag her. Time to drag her. Drag her. Oh my good god um good day good day good day that's my attempt to sound like anyone from down under but as the listeners know i can't get the dialect right um you're listening to the one and only rupaul's recap drag race podcast available on the whole internet we are i mean i am shitting bricks i am over the moon my milk cups have never run more over it to let you guys have the joy and delight of speaking with the one and only contestant from this season. Iconic, gorgeous, unofficial, but totally official miscongeniality, Mexi Shield. Oh, hello. Hold on, I should say good eye, mate. <laughs> that is not a knife. How did I do? Did it sound right? That's not a knife. This um, is a knife. You know what? When we think we sound normal. Until someone says, oh, my God, that accent is so harsh. <laughs> no, no. The American accent. I mean, do you hear the way I'm talking? I just sound like, I always sounds like there's two potatoes in my mouth. Like, the American accent is ridiculous. So don't let anyone say that to you for a second. Um, <laughs> and I Maxie, do have to say. Please, talk to I me. I do have to say. Uh, is that Anita Wiglet got Miss Congeniality and I'm very happy. There's God Now bless. I can be an abs- I can be an absolute <laughs> arsehole to everyone now. Because so. <laughs> <laughs> when you come back, then then we really get the full story of Maxie's like, oh my God, something happened to Maxie. Like she, she used to be sweet and now she's a gutter cunt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Or in Australia, we also call it gutter snipe. Got a snipe. Is a snipe another word for a gash? Um, I guess so. I think it's just a just a very bogany sort of term, uh-huh. you know. Yeah, yeah, absolute gutter snipe. <laughs> That's fucking fantastic. Speaking of bogan, I mean, and you you that you've heard some of our episodes here. We, I mean, there's there's nary a podcast that gets it more wrong more consistently. We're like the Fox <laughs> News of drag. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially when it comes to like Australian shit, we get everything wrong. But I think with, no, the the difference between your podcast is that you own it. (laughs) That's true. You own it. You're like, hold on. I probably fucked this up, but (laughs) that's good. You know, you got to own it. You got to own it. And I refuse to educate myself. The only thing I will be aware (laughs) of is my stupidity. Maxie, tell us you in Snatch Game, you were playing the actress who happens to act on Kath and Kim, or am I wrong again? Or the character in the show? Um, no, I actually, well, I paid the actress that is on Kath and Kim. She plays Sharon Shrizlecki. Uh-huh. You know, the best, the second best friend. Uh-huh. Um, but 
I actually grew up with Magda Zabansky, who is this uh, lesbian comedian. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of her characters was Lynn Pothelthwaite, which is the character that I was playing. And she's a disgruntled housewife <laughs> that works in an office and she's very dismissive <laughs> and, you know, she'll she'll say stuff like, um, <laughs> I can I cannot go down to the post office. I'm absolutely exhausted. I have been doing two hours of work. You know, one of those ones. I love um, that. I also love how much I'm wasting your time by ask, telling you to describe <laughs> this character to me. What a colossal waste of your time. <laughs> no, no, no. I want, you know what? I went in and I thought the, I wanted people to Google Magda. I yeah. wanted them to see see the different characters because I'm sure a lot of Americans would know her as the mother on Babe. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. That's ringing a bell. Amazing. Yeah. So, and, and as well as Sharon, she's very, you know, she was very predictable. Everyone was like, you should have done Sharon. You should have done Sharon. And I was like, well, actually, I like Lynn. So hopefully people will Google. Yeah, um, they Hopefully will. you will Google. But, um, we'll see. I'm, I don't know. I'm, I can barely type. We'll see if I can get to it. <laughs> Maxie, you are, you are a fan favorite. You were such a doll. Uh, I, I, I just loved watching your journey. I think everyone really loved watching you. What is it like being on the show? Fucking hell. (laughs) (laughs) Is it a mind fuck? I will never, ever watch an episode of The Bachelorette and say, you stupid bitch, ever again. Reality TV (laughs) is really just... And they do say, when you... You know, when you, when you hear the Olympics of drag, you're like, yeah, okay, that's a that's a tagline, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Jesus, Jesus Christ, oh my no. God, it is it is full on, it is really full on, and it's the the twists and the turns, and you never know what's going to happen, yeah. as well as sort of it's early morning till late at night. Uh huh. Um, a lot of days. times, as, as you yeah, as you know, you don't talk. A lot of times. Right. They so, make you like hold from talking until you're on camera. It's a, it's wow. It is. It's, yeah, it's the mind fuck. It is pretty crazy. And um, the Australian girls, you know, which means that the New, Ze- New Zealand girls had an advantage. God damn it. Um, <laughs> we did, tw- we did 14 days quarantine. Uh-huh. And then the, sh- the shoot was pushed back another five days. So essentially Aussies did 19 days in a room by ourselves. Wow. Just before waiting. Before the shoot even started. Did you get to yes. use that time in any way? Or it's like, no, you have to bring your stuff there. That's it. Uh, yeah, we could, we'd, a lot of us stoned and, and yeah. sort of used it time. But, you know, that there's a full five days. What's the rest of the, the two weeks yeah. you're going to do? Yeah. That's, that's, what a mind fuck. That is so hard. And I feel like, uh, I mean, you said you used the word Olympics before, which I was like, that's not even fair to call it that because in the Olympics, you know what you're going to do. You show up. <laughs> they ask you to do the one thing you're good at. But for this contest, they show up and they're like, great, you're good at drag. Well, today we're doing a sitcom as snakes. So uh, <laughs> develop a snake character, make it unique, funny, fresh and cunt. You're like, what? Are we do- what are you talking about, RuPaul? <laughs> As, yeah, and even the singing challenge, they were like, okay, write your lyrics. I was like, 
if I could write song lyrics, I'd be on Australian Idol. I wouldn't be on bloody Drag Race. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's how they get you. I mean, I, I'm so it's crazy. It's crazy. I, uh, you did it. In a, in a, it. It's a real badge of courage. I, you know, I would love to see you perform again everywhere. Right now, you're doing drag all over the world. Yes. What? What is your show like? What is a maxi show like outside of you know outside of Drag Race? What do you What do you like to feature? Um, well, we do we do a lot of what we call as production shows. Uh-huh. So we 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 sort of tell little stories sort of things through sort of spoken word slash performance. Um, So I'm working on a new show at the moment. It's actually featuring um, all the UK girl groups. Oh, oh, no. So, and it's working with uh, Coco Jumbo and another drag queen. Amazing. uh, Come and get it. So Carmen didn't get on the show, so don't don't talk about it. Uh, so so <laughs> no, you can't fabulous. be a fan of her. Gay community, you can't be a fan of her. You can only be a fan of girls who have been on your TV screen. My God. No, she's absolutely fantastic. She's really I fabulous. Love and it. They, and they they go for like 15 minutes. Uh-huh. Um but yeah, we we sort of yeah, we're very we're very hands-on. Dare I say, we call them touchable stars. So, you know, <laughs> when the show's not on, uh, the majority of drag queens are definitely by the bar getting pissed. <laughs> yeah, 100%. 100%. Just a good ass time, which is that like, that's, is that the character of Sydney drag in general or just, y- just you? No, well, it's, it's actually not me. I drank in the 90s, I don't drink anymore. Good for you. you, you <laughs> once you've been drunk a handful of times, it's uh, you kind of get the experience. Yeah, the elastic band doesn't stretch back anymore. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, I, I hear you. Sometimes you have a drink and you're just like, oh, good. I'm more full. This was really fun. I, I'm tired. I'm full. I'm bloated. I couldn't possibly do anything sexy. This, what, why did I do this? <laughs> let's sit down. Yeah, let's sit the uh, totally. Okay, so good for you. That's great. Um when this opportunity came up, you knew Drag Race was coming to Australia. You have how long did you have to put together a video? Did you submit a video? How, was it how did it work? Uh, because of because of the COVID restrictions. Yeah. And um I th- I th- I think someone was saying that it was because of we had to get visas and approval to leave Australia because Australia was essentially locked down. Uh-huh. Um, so they had to have, you know, a, a certain level of showgirl. Uh-huh. So to, to get a, a, a visa, which is like a, a, a an extreme sort of work right. visa they to go it, to New Zealand. Like, in Canada, they call it extraordinary alien, like in order to come to yeah. the States. Yeah, it's pretty much that. Which so is, we were approached. That's a very draggy title when you think about it. Extraordinary alien. <laughs> that's a good drag queen name. Okay, go ahead. You you saw all of us. That ticks every single box, doesn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Especially art. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what a monster. Uh, so 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 we 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 went through auditions, but you know, yeah. once it was a, a go, then we had to go through sort of the legal hurdles which was you know to be allowed to get out of australia that that is so you have to do all that work on top of getting 18 looks together and pandemic and christmas 
and oh work full time. Oh my God, you must have been so <laughs> exhausted. I have no hair. As you can <laughs> see, all my hair fell out, <laughs> including my eyebrows. It all came out. <laughs> you look good. The skin looks fresh. <laughs> you look moisturized. <laughs> so on the show, yeah, as I have to say, you know, you, you, your run on the show, it reminds me of queens like Katya, who were like, oh my God, like, um, you were so electric and exciting. And you could tell there were moments where like, you had a hard time even receiving the feedback that you're doing incredible. And you, how yeah. was that for you watching yourself go through that? It was, it, for me, being the oldest there. So mm-hmm. I was 46 back then. Uh, I'm 47 now. But, you know, I was I was standing next to people like Etcetera, who's 22, Mm-hmm. And she would just come into the workroom like a bumblebee and she would just be buzzing around. Whereas, you know, a 46-year-old needs a run-up. So yeah. I need to sort of start start going <laughs> a couple of coffees and a Red Bull. Yeah. Um, so it, it got to sort of the judging side and I was just concentrating so hard that at times, you know, they were saying stuff to me and I was just like, fuck, I'm here. I'm here. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, I'm here. I'm here. Right. I and can only getting, imagine. Getting feedback from Michelle and RuPaul is just just right. mind-blowing. <laughs> right. But she was like, the show's been on so long. It's finally coming to your country. The excitement of sharing your culture with RuPaul, but also like explaining stuff, it must have just been a lot. <laughs> yes. A lot. And, you know, the, the most famous drag queen in the world. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Is saying, during the, during oh, the I love lockdown. You, yeah, we love you during the lockdown. Don't get too close. Remember, COVID's still a thing. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Oh, my. And it was, yeah, we were just, like, even up until I was eliminated mm-hmm. um, with the family resemblance, I was sort of standing there next to my my drag sister um, and we were sort of looking at each other and he was like, this is fucking incredible, isn't it? I said, I know. Like, yeah. I've stood up here yeah. for, for the last six weeks getting critique and they could they could say to me, you know, oh, Maxie, that was absolutely shit house, and I'd still go, oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love that you have that attitude. Like, yeah, that's a good point. Thanks so much. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. I mean, what a trip. I still think you should have won the design challenge. Uh, I'm going to be hard-headed and say you did so well that week. I would have <laughs> so loved- So I. I was robbed. You were robbed. That wig, the, the perfect kind of taper on that orange-red fire. Come on. <laughs> do you- Oh, my God. Did you, do you- Are you good with hair or did you just bring really good hair? Uh, well, I'm very good friends with Vanity Fair, who owns Wigs by Vanity oh, with Courtney Act. Oh, that icon. Oh. Yeah, she's a queer. Yeah, wow. Of course. So we, we basically started drag together. Oh, so, amazing. Yeah, so we're, we're very, very close. We're, we're sisters. Um, sisters. And when she didn't get on because she broke her arm, you know, just before, no. you know, all auditions, um, I said to her, I said, fucking hell, Vanity, I'm on Drag Race. And she yeah. said to me, don't don't worry, you'll have the best hair. And <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> I mean. I said, no problem. I love that. You could tell. I was like, these are, this is nice. This is, yeah, you could really tell. 
Well, I mean, okay, so, okay. Did the name of the family resemblance challenge, did that challenge change names? Or is this, uh, is this just a myth online? Um, I don't know. I always had family resemblance, but, you know, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm okay. not sure. And, and, and feel free to say I, 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 I plead the fifth, which will, may, will mean nothing to you because that's part of the American justice system. <laughs> but, but is the, there's, there's, were any of the lip syncs recorded more than once? There's some whisperings on the internet about such a thing. Um, I think someone mentioned something on Twitter today. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. It, it, can yeah. you confirm uh, or deny? I think there may have been one that was recorded a couple of times. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Wonderful. And there was, I don't, I'm not sure how much I'm allowed to say. Right. But um, we'll keep it. Yeah, cute. I think it was. I think there was one that was done more than once. When uh-huh. I say think, I was I was there. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> I know you were physically there. <laughs> but I would probably what I would probably say to listeners is pop onto Art Simone's Twitter. <laughs> Someone might say that that would be where you could find that information. Someone, not us. We're not um, saying that. Allegedly, allegedly. See, my sister, Art Simone, has all the answers. It was quite funny because during the, the um, filming, if if we had to, like if, if there was something like, oh, we should we should ask for some extra extra lunch. Let's ask for some extra lunch. Yeah. And Art was always always the person that would have to, would say to the producers, oh, we want some extra lunch. And yeah. I would always say, yeah, what Art said. I'm with Art, <laughs> whatever Art said. <laughs> That is fantastic. She, you need a sister like that. I mean, come on. Especially when you're like She can be the vocal one. I love that. You need that. You need that. You need that sister. Cuz and I'm cuz I am too like the youngest sibling and I have I am also guilty of being like, yeah, what? Yeah, what they yeah, what yeah, for sure what they said. <laughs> uh, so, okay, you did it all. You did the show. You're done. How has it been? How has, obviously we know, and we don't talk about it on this podcast, some Drag Race fans are too much. And people, especially in this season, have um, been too much online. Like, we all love talking about Drag Race, but there can be a difference between talking about it and um, taking it so fucking serious. How has that experience been for you, kind of <laughs> witnessing what's happening on social media? You know, I, I touch wood, I've been really, really lucky. Uh-huh. You know the fans have been so so positive to me. You know I've got a couple of um, uh, you fat old cunt. Have you ever met a salad? And you know what? I, I was like, if anyone has been overweight, of course they've met a fucking salad. That's all they fucking <laughs> eat is salad. It's the dressing you've got to watch out for. <laughs> yeah, I have had a salad, and it was fucking good. It had trick, had fried chicken on it. It had bacon on it. I loved every second of it. Next question. <laughs> yeah, it was served on a bun. Um, yeah, so it was. Ooh, taco shell. So I've, 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 I've experienced some it's a lots and lots of positive. Uh, quite a, a few, uh, like the odd negative here and there. Sure. Um, it's 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 strange to see, you know, people that have commented and, and definite fans of the show because you know what, if you don't have fans like that, you don't have a mega international success that True. they do. So I do understand that. But you know, and 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 being the older one, mm-hmm. it, the the most difficult I've had was um, biting my tongue, 
Because, you know, Australian drag, if you say something, we will say something back. Right. (laughs) And we're not allowed to do that. So, you know, there's a couple of times that was like, you know, said something and I I felt like writing, well, where where do you perform? I'd love to come and see your show. That part. (laughs) That part. Great. Thank you for the critique. Where can I see your ex- amazing drag that I can learn so much from? I would love to see that. Yeah. And, I, and as well as I think a lot of fans need to understand that a lot of work goes into even putting a shit show together. <laughs> you know, Facts. If, you Facts. Watch, if you watch a show and you're like, oh, fuck, that's dreadful, that's absolutely mm-hmm. dreadful, you you have to remember that someone has actually put a lot of time and effort into that yep. and it's just not your taste. That's Which is completely fine. It, it, if it's not yeah. your taste, that's fine. And it really, I hate to say this, but it's a fact, it takes no, it takes no talent to be a critic. <laughs> and I'm including yeah. myself. I am including myself. <laughs> like, it, it, you have to know that about yourself, which is why I think, I don't, I I know it's like, it's a topic we've all tread over a lot, but like, I wish the queer community could just like enjoy some things without making it all so comparative, especially when they're like comparing <laughs> sisters and like, y'all are friends. If you're doing the show together, yeah. you are friends. And I'm sure you've gotten those weird comments where someone's like, just so you know, I hate her too. And you're like, what? <laughs> no. No, don't say that. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I don't, well, yeah, I don't hate anyone. And as well exactly. as, you know, uh, Australian, Australian, especially Australian drag, we, oh, the world thinks we're mean to each other. Right, right. <laughs> we're not. You know, we will yeah. come in and we'll say, like I, my entrance was, oh, no, not you, you dog. And straight away, Art started laughing because she got it. Yeah. It's like I don't mean I don't mean you're a dog. Yeah, I mean that. Oh fuck, you're here, girl. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean that's also how queer people talk to each other. I mean, all my real friends, I'm like, ew, you wet gutter bitch. Ew, you're gross. <laughs> like that's how you know you're actually friends. Exactly. If someone says, oh, wow, you look nice, you're like, oh, shit, I don't like her. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Someone's like, how are you? That person hates your guts. That person yes. wants you dead. <laughs> I have I have a friend that's a, like, that's just a fire, like a, a stick of dynamite of a person. And, uh-huh. you know, you know where her attitude is and whether or not to leave the club or stay in the club just by how she says your name. So uh-huh. if she says, Mac- Maxie, I'm like, okay, nice to see you today. I'm going home. Uh, <laughs> if she says, Maxine, okay, we're going to go to the bar and have a drink. That's fine. <laughs> I love that. Yep. Yep. You just know when you know. Well, yeah, I, I get <laughs> you know. that. You just know. So, okay, after this crazy experience, okay, I have to, I have to ask you, like your talent show. Obviously, you probably knew talent show was was talent show brought up of like you might do a talent show thing. Uh yeah, yeah. Okay. We had we got told to prepare a talent show. What were you gonna do, Maxie? I have to know. I was going to I was going to save it for all stars. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's now you gotta do it in the regular season and all stars. Shit. <laughs> Um, no, I think I was going to do something which was very Australian. I was going to um, what we call spin a yarn, which is <laughs> tell us 
tell a story about going growing up gay in the 80s. And oh. the, the Australian TV shows that we we watched that made us gay, mm-hmm. basically. And ending, we had this show that we would watch every every morning called Aerobics Oz Style. And you'd ha- you'd have these 80s guys in these lycra tight pants. Yes. And they'd be doing grapevines and these young gay kids would be sitting there saying, Mum, I really love exercise. I've definitely seen this because this has been now travelling around the internet because, like, the men in the lycra and then doing the, like, spring oh. kicks in unison is so hot. So hot. And then so I was going to finish my talent with a a minute of aerobics on style. <laughs> that sounds fantastic. Damn it. <laughs> well, we have to wait for all stars. We have to. OK, now doing knowing the show, will you go back when asked for some form of all stars international if that exists? Yes, because now I know what to expect. Uh huh. Like there was just just small bits. You know, that quiet time that you couldn't talk. Uh-huh. You know, I. I. Yeah, I didn't expect that. I, I heard about it, but I didn't sure. expect, you know, um, before I did the yeast concentrate um, commercial, mm-hmm. um, I'd sat in the room because I was the last to go on. Mm-hmm. I didn't speak to anyone for five hours. Oh, and I'm God. like a fucking chatterbox. Yeah, and yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. And Michelle was like, don't get in your head, don't get in your head. And I was like, I'm not in my head. I have scrambled egg brains now. Like, right. Because you were literally, I, I've, I think every performer can relate to that, where you're like, you're just like literally, you're becoming a tree. Your, ro- your roots are going yeah. in the ground and then they say, go, you have to go now. You have to go right now. <laughs> like, it's like so jarring. Shit, 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 shit. What am I supposed uh-huh. to say? And I couldn't even, I couldn't even say real words. Like I couldn't say the and and and, you know, <laughs> Michelle was like, <laughs> it's, it's quite funny. She does this face where it's like, it's. It's like a concerned mother where uh-huh. you're like, oh, my God, I'm disappointing her. But at the same time, she's she's going, just just do it. Just jump over that fence. <laughs> right. It's hard. It's like, it's like when someone's like, don't be, ner- don't be nervous. Whatever you yes. do, don't be nervous right now. And it's like, well, that ex- those words make me nervous. Like, those words are freaking me out. It's like, I, I, when someone's oh, like, shit. I need to talk to you. Don't don't worry about it, but I need to talk to you. It's like, well, I'm, of course, I'm, the, the antithesis of what you're saying is what's real. And you are basically bottoming cold. You're bottoming cold. You've been, you haven't been warmed up for five hours. They put you on the stage. They say, open up, relax, breathe. And you're like, I, 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 I can't, I can't. It's a bad night. Yeah. In Australia, we have a, a saying called, um, a saying, uh, I didn't know my ass from my elbow. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yes, we say so that did, here too, if you can believe it. Yeah, so I didn't know what was up. I didn't know what was down. And you know, we had a limited time, and we also had producers there. And every time I fucked up, because that was it was a trial. It was like the the worst challenge was the singing one, and then it was the yeast spread one for me. Yeah. Um. And the uh. the producers' faces were like, "Oh Jesus Christ, it's been a long day. Just hurry the fuck up." <laughs> can we fuck? Which go. made me go. Ah! Dude, I that's how they get ya. That's how they yeah, get they ya. Get it's a TV show. It's a TV show. It's here for fun. We we yeah. love it. How was lip syncing that first time? You obviously did like, you know, a great t- uh, you did great. Was it fun or was it horrifying? 
Um, well, it was because because I had stuffed up the yeast spread so much. Uh-huh. I, I I I thought, you know what? I I have to prepare a lip sync. I have uh-huh. to prepare a lip sync, and I'd had that glittered microphone uh, in my <laughs> fanny pack from the Bogan prom, and I was sort of thinking, oh shit, maybe I'll lip sync there. So I I had it there, and Karen's like. What are you going to do with your lip sync? And I sort of pulled it out, and uh-huh. and I was sort of you know sort of like, oh, and she was like, oh my god, oh my god, don't show anyone, don't show anyone. Yeah. So when when it was pretty obvious that I was going up against uh, etc. Who I she, like, she's an incredible performer. You know, she mm-hmm. can flip, she can spin, and I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna pop a hip if I go down on the ground too much. Of course, I need to I need to pull out something so. Yeah, and like they, that's, I, 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 you also can go home for doing something so out of your wheelhouse that it feels forced. Yeah, yeah. So and 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 it was a little little tribute to uh, in Bali. A lot of the drag queens use glittered microphones, and I'd seen that uh-huh. like ten years ago. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it was a little nod to those girls who were absolutely amazing. In saying that, the glitter microphone did come out in one of the Thai. Um, drag races. Oh, okay. Yes, 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 yes. That, that probably yes. season two, if I'm remembering correctly. That, that, yeah. So yeah. So I'm not. I'm not taking that. I'm not taking the thunder. Um, I, it was just the first time that RuPaul was behind the desk. That it and happened. it was great for that song. I mean, it worked for the song. If it was just like, if it wasn't the right song, like if it was just a Rihanna song, we'd be like, no, you know, like something yeah. different. But that song was perfect for it. <laughs> It was so good. Oh, man. Maxi, crazy, crazy. Okay, is there any other look you didn't? I kind of, I know it's like doesn't happen all the time, but sometimes in the last episode, they bring the girls back and I was like, oh, I hope they bring the girls back because I just want to see those like finale looks or whatever, you know, that moment in Untucked, which is always cute sometimes on UK. Um, what was your finale look and will we see it at some point? Uh, well, yes, hopefully you will because it costs me a lot of money. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was actually a peacock, a peacock dress, uh, it, it, which was uh, absolute murder to get through customs. Of course, um, but it was yeah. It's it was basically uh, the back was a full peacock um, tail, mm-hmm. um, and it was yeah. It was it was beautiful, absolutely beautiful. So you know, and the hair was amazing. Vanity did <sighs> the absolute incredible job on the hair. A, a, a peacock hair, or a black hair, or a dark teal. So it was a black hair, uh, uh, but it was like the, the the head of the peacock, and uh, then we did like the the feathers out the top. It's actually a bun, <sighs> and out of the the top of the bun was the feathers. So stop it! <laughs> you're you're killing me. It, the only you're thing better me. than a peacock is is two two peacocks, isn't it? So. <laughs> 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 What's gay? I mean, look, it's and it's not a problem. Two peacocks no. is a wonderful problem to have. Uh, <laughs> my God! Hey, happy world reopening, everybody. Um, well, I have. We're gonna talk this finale. Um, yep. real quickly with my gal Maxi, but Maxi, silence. I want to take a break. Yeah. 
This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, wow. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm -hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code headgum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with earning. Come on, y'all. We've all been there. We want to spend a little bit of extra dough on a big night out or a last minute gift for like your boo. Sometimes money just can be, uh, dare I say, complicated. Well, worry not because earning helps you get your money today as opposed to later. You know what I'm saying? If you don't know, wake up because earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work. You can get up to $100 per day or 750 bucks per pay period. Earning is used by over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability. So why don't you go ahead and download earning today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Drag Her Under Podcast when you sign up. It really helps the show. That's Drag Her Under Podcast. Get some extra dough. Have a little fun. And don't wait for your employer to give you your money, honey. Earning is subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earning.com slash TOS for details. Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Bring back my break. We're back with Maxi Shield. We're going to talk this amazing, incredible finale. Um, I... Was so excited to see this top four here, even though I thought Maxie would be. If you roll back the tapes, <laughs> she was in my top three. Um, what an amazing episode. We just had to send home the lovely, the gorgeous, the amazing Electra Shock. Yes. It happens. Yes. It happens. I loved her <laughs> talent. You know, she was, she was absolutely uh, my... I got to really connect with her during the singing and dancing challenge. Uh -huh. And she's just the sweetest queen. She's the only one I didn't know 
mm-hmm. outside of sort of drag race. And she's just a really sweet queen, really nice, you know, not bad to look at as well out of drag. So mm, that's always my handy. My goodness, that must have been distracting. That, that <laughs> <laughs> distracting, now yeah. I'm old. There was nothing distracting, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> once you've been, I like, I hear you. I'm right there with you where you're like, once you once you reach a certain age, you're like, yeah, yeah I know what, a, I know what, yeah. I know what a cute guy looks like. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> Keep it moving. Yeah. Um, What's for dinner? Yeah. What? <laughs> Um, amazing. I thought her talent show was so fantastic, but you know, it's a TV show. It happens. Um, yes. In this episode, we're talking who's going to win, what's going to happen. And we have Jaffa talks with through what the hell's a Jaffa. I know Maxie, you can educate me. <laughs> a Jaffa is like a, it's a, it's a, a, a ball of chocolate okay. that's wrapped in an Orange coating, so it's like a, it's it's a chalk orange little chalk orange. Uh, okay, yeah. I've had a kind of thing like this. Are they the kinds you crack? They're not the kinds you yes. crack. Oh, they are. Yeah, they're crunchy. They're crunchy, but there's a soft chocolate in the middle. A lot of times you have jaffas when you're at the movies. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yeah. Wow. Damn. I've only once again <laughs> only seen it on Zumbo's desserts. I was like, I think I've seen that. On that madman's show. He's so sexy, Zumbo, though, isn't he? Yeah, my God, he's so passionate about damn cotton candy and stuff. I I love it. He cries if he eats a, a, a moist enough cake. <laughs> he's my perfect man. Imagine a dessert chef as a husband. Fucking oh. hell. I'd be like the size of a house. What's eating Gilbert grape size? <laughs> <laughs> We uh, got to put beams under the house size. That's, <laughs> that's thick. Just burn it. <laughs> <laughs> I would feel, I okay, we got to do this reboot. I, I know, I know, <laughs> I think you have to prepare for the role. We have to do a reboot of What's Eating Gilbert Grape, Maxie's yes. Mama. <laughs> <laughs> um, amazing. So, okay, we're having these talks with Rue and people are opening up. Very beautiful. Scarlett's talking about, you know, her her mom. Art's talking about taking care of everyone in her life. Mm-hmm. And you've you've known that's just she's one of those people who gives too much. It sounds like, yeah, yeah. Well, she's about she's based down in Melbourne, so I've only seen sort of bits and pieces of art. So it was great to actually see her open up and and share that sort of stuff because you know in the workroom you know it's such a pressure cooker that yeah. a, a lot of these these sort of intimate moments you know is either a one on one situation or it just doesn't happen. You know you're running around putting zips in plastic bags for God's sakes. So, you know, it was great to actually see that. And Art is a very talented, sweet queen. And, yeah. you know, I think although she didn't didn't win, I think that was really important, that moment that she had with Rue and Michelle. Yeah, it's incredible. I mean, I she did great. She was my favourite lyricist in the finale. Like, I loved her lyrics very, very much. I was just, like, impressed with how much how much language and cadence and uh, consonants she got in there. I really loved it. I really loved it. Kida's quite vulnerable as well, talking about her family and wanting, you know, validation as we all do. I mean, we're all, we're queer performers. Who needs more attention? (laughs) And, 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 Kida is really incredible in that she uh, employs so many new young drag queens. 
Uh-huh. And and she just, you know, under her wing, she's got all these baby drag queens and and we don't have sort of houses as such in, in Australia and New Zealand. Right. But she definitely, you know, she is a mother hen quite a lot to a lot of the younger queens, which is really incredible. Yeah, so you guys don't, and you don't really do like, you don't, you have sisters, but you wouldn't say there's not, is there a lot of like, are you a mother to anyone as a drag queen? No, I smoked Alpine when I was younger, so I'm barren. <laughs> um, <laughs> Alpine. No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, yeah, we have more sisters. Like I, I, I'm, I'm a, a drag queen of the '90s, so we sort of have more sisters now that RuPaul is is you know very international and just part of our lives now. Mm-hmm. We are seeing a lot more sort of houses you know, mother-daughters sort of thing popping up in Australia uh, and New Zealand. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I'm I'm definitely from the era of sisters and, you know, yeah. sister. Sisters. Wait, when did you start doing drag? I want to know. Um, well, it, it, in, in Sydney, 1997. Amazing. And what, obviously... You've, you're a performer, but, like, what what brought you to the, the drag itself? Were you, like, well, were we, you a theatre kid? This, were you a... Uh, this, this, was, <laughs> this was in Sydney. But I grew up in... in it went to primary school, sort of uh, early middle school in central Queensland. I'm a, from a very big family. Uh-huh. And we had, like, a, a, a dress-up box. So, you know, as a, as a 10, you know, 11-year-old... Uh, boy, I was, you know, dressing up as the lead singer of a female girl group or, uh, you know, totally. the, la- the lady school teacher. So drag has been there all the time. You I know, I'm that. more sort of, I did drama at school and, you know, I sort of fell into it and did my first sort of show uh-huh. and got on stage and went, fuck, this is, this is what's going to happen. This, this is, is where I'm going now. I yeah. love it. I love it. Yeah, it's the uh, best. Okay, so and speaking of room moments, they start talking about the toxic men in their lives, and I thought it was really beautiful. Like we, and I was like, as queer men, if like we all have those experiences where you, even if it's like mild, where you're like, that sucked. Like we're like, yeah, I had to feel guilty for wanting to play pretty pretty princess. Do you have you ever played pretty pretty princess? <laughs> No, I don't know what that is. I'm probably sure, but we probably have it something. We we probably pretty pretty Sheila or something. You know, something Australian. <laughs> it's dumb. It's great. You like it's like a board game, but you like accrue really cheap jewelry as you go across the board. So like, I would go to my friend girl house, Tina. We I would go to her house, and I would just be like, I don't know, like like do you want to like play Pretty Princess or like I don't know if you want to like I don't know. It sounds like a pretty fun game. <laughs> And it was so fun. And so, like, there's, like, a bunch of, there's, like, a tiara. There's necklaces. There's rings. There's earrings. And, like, as you go through the board, you accrue jewelry you put on. It's the best. (laughs) And I felt so guilty. Why do we not have this in Australia? I don't know. That sounds like, you know what? It sounds like a choking hazard. That's probably why we don't have it in Australia. Oh, shit. (laughs) Absolutely. Why not? Australia needs Pretty Pretty Princess, please. It's good. It's fun. It's one one of those things, like, obviously, like, I was like, oh, I feel, God, I feel so guilty about this. And, like, if a guy sees this, I'll get shit. Um, Do you you remember having any experiences like that growing up? Um, I I don't, 
I don't think so. I've always been gay. I think if if I came out as straight, my parents would have went, oh, my God, are you okay? Um, <laughs> but the, um, there was, you, you know, just uh, probably going through school and, you know, I did grow up in central Queensland. So there was, a, you know, bits and pieces that sort of probably came up and, you know, I, I think I won in year 10 the Blue Oyster Award. You know, <laughs> from from Police Academy was the, the, the club that they went to, the gay club, and uh, I won that one and I didn't really understand. I was like, oh, okay, cool, no problem. At least I got an award, it's fine. <laughs> um, and I, I fucking showed them, didn't I? I'll give you a fucking, you fucking blue oyster. You fucking <laughs> showed them. You turned it out. That's the, that's the best. <laughs> you fucking did it. But, I love it. Yeah. Oh. I, yeah, I've... I've and I've, I think, yeah, it, I, I, I have to touch wood. I've had it very lucky, you know. I haven't had uh, much sort of negativity and you mm-hmm. know that sort of thing. And I've gone sort of marched my own sort of beat a lot of times, which has been fantastic. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. I mean, that is so. You that blows my whole mind. That blows my whole mind because obviously, <laughs> like people like just all grow up with so much bullshit, and some people can shake it off. Yeah. I love it. I love it. And we need, in terms of queer stories, we need more queer stories like that, where it's just like, I'm just gay, move on. I don't, I don't need like the lifetime yeah. movie of it all. <laughs> and I think I'm quite lucky because I'm, nev- I'm, I'm not that tiny. You know, I've always been big. I'm mm-hmm. covered in tattoos. I'm bald. I look like a thug out of drag. So, <laughs> you know, and t- until I talk, they probably think, oh, okay, there's that, there's that thug. And oh, that's a lady <laughs> thug. <laughs> I say the same thing. Anytime I walk up to TSA, it's like, I look like a problem until I open my mouth. Do you know what I mean? I'm just like, <laughs> hi, my name's Mono. You know, it's just like, I just <laughs> sound like a shitty kids show host. It's like, uh, let him, let him through the damn x-ray machine. Just go through. Go through. <laughs> I, I love, I love when you can be disarming, like as a queer man. Yes. It, nothing makes me happier than going up. To a girl, a, a group of gals, and being like, "What do you want to talk about?" <laughs> <laughs> you know what I like because I have a partner of eight years, and he's mm-hmm. he's very you know straight looking or presenting, uh-huh. and you know he he was very I say I like I laugh at him and tease him, you know, very butch sort uh-huh. of, and and over our years of together, um, it's like he we call each other girl. Yeah. And, you know, to, to see this sort of masculine presenting guy yelling at me across, you know, the supermarket, you know, <laughs> girl, 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 <laughs> is hilarious. And, I, you know, I, I have to, I guess you have to say that RuPaul has changed, you know, how we yeah. refer to each other and gender and, you know, we've got these great big butch acting and, and presenting men in high heels now and yeah. it's just amazing. It's fantastic. I, 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 my partner is also a full sissy. I mean, just a femme, <laughs> just a puff of a man. And I love it so much. I, uh, I'm glad that more femme men are being celebrated in our community because like, as you're saying, like years, years before there was just a more, um, opaque, open, transparent sort of favoritism for masculinity in our community. It's like, have you met us? Like, yeah. have you have you met us? Like, why are we always fetishizing these men out of our reach? <laughs> yeah. 
And and you know what? And then and these 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 straight presenting men, you know, if if, if Kylie Minogue or Madonna walk past them, they're gonna scream. That I don't part. care how butch you are, you're yeah. gonna go. Aah! Yeah, they're gonna. Go. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, my diva! <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You're like, sit down, bitch. <laughs> that part. That part. Oh. Well, here we go. Classic choreo thing happens. You know how that goes. They're looking at the man meat. They got that gorgeous yeah. thick assistant who I wanted to see more of. Um, I was like, is he just there to teach the dance? I was hoping he would be in the dance. <laughs> he was moving as well. Amazing. Did you see when he did that? Was it with Karen? Yeah. And I was like, oh! Incredible. Where it's like, oh, you just do it like this. And he like pop locks and isolates in 10 <laughs> different ways. Like, I, yeah, I can't do that. This was see, the I first time. I, yeah, sometimes when I see sort of a, a, a chunky guy like that and then they do that, I'm thinking, oh, I hate you because we look the same and I can't <laughs> yeah. do that. And they're going to say, well, he can do that. Why can't you do it? So I'm like, same. oh, shit. <laughs> same. I feel the same way. I mean, and this is I as a, I, as a person of colour with no rhythm, I constantly feel like... <laughs> I'm letting myself down, you know, because people, some people might assume I'm funky and fresh, but I am not. I am a loser. <laughs> I can't clap in tune. <laughs> <laughs> this was the first time I heard Unco for Uncomfortable. I'd never heard that before, Maxie. Oh, really? No, yes. I don't think we say that here, but I'm going to try to steal it. Unco. Yes. Oh, yeah, we, we use that. That's definitely... Uh, uh, comes from the playground. Wow. That is, that is, yeah, quite a lot of us are very unco, especially when it comes to, you know, group sports and stuff like that. Yes. I had not an area of an idea. Damn. Okay, so we're <laughs> at the main stage. Um, I, I might share my screen if you want to, if we'll casually just comment on the number just to see the visual of it. Um, yeah. Gorge, here we go. Also, what about this runway look from Rue? How did we, did we live or not for this sort of curly, blonde, incredible moment? Like incredible, wasn't it? It was absolutely incredible. So when when she comes out, uh, you're the, a lot of the, we, we're in the, the workroom and we're actually doing our makeup. Mm-hmm. So you hear the, the track that she comes out in uh-huh. and we're like, oh, Ruse, Ruse just hit the stage. Ruse hit the stage. Oh, my God, which uh, might make you shit your pants a little bit, right? Very much. But then you only see from the waist up. Oh, right. So you just see her, yeah, from the waist up, right, of course. So, <laughs> yes, you know, she she changes and puts tracksuit pants on. But <laughs> <laughs> Well-known fact in the queer community, yes. Um, yeah, so, she, so she, she's so glamorous. So when she walked out with this, I was like, and I was watching it with art. And Art was like, oh, I didn't see the full dress. That's amazing. Oh, my God. Uh, unreal. Yeah, it's stunning. Stunning. And I want to say Reese. Yeah. I love Reese so much this season. I think he did such an incredible job being, a, like, the permanent guest judge. He was, he was, because, like, a lot of the Australians know Reese quite well. Uh-huh. And he was just such a, there's, in that pressure cooker, just a glance or a side eye uh-huh. sometimes is all all you need. And he was just like, you know, a gay sister girlfriend. And, you know, especially when I was doing absolutely everybody, 
You know, I would, uh, I was my, my first time lip syncing, and he gave me this like this look of, you're gonna be okay, just smash it, you're gonna uh-huh. be amazing. Mm-hmm. And it was just that comfort that especially the Aussie queens had with him, him being there. And ah, oh, fuck, she's funny. So funny. And I, I was like, I felt like he was relaxed. I felt like he was funny. He was in the moment. Like, I was really impressed. And I was like, I would love to see you come to the US panel, UK panel, whatever. I was just like, you really effortlessly fit in, I felt. Oh, yes, that would be um, absolutely amazing. And his he's, um, stand-up show is really funny. Really, yeah. really funny. Amazing. Yeah, I, I I enjoyed him. And I feel like also just so effortlessly slipping in with Rue's chemistry is like its own skill. Really impressed. Yeah. Really impressed. So, okay, we're doing a number to I'm a Winner, which I love this song. It's such a fun Rue song. Yep. And they're about to give us this incredible dancing, singing moment with their verses, and they come out looking amazing. Amazing. Kidda's look, how would you describe it? Uh, you know what? It is absolutely Kidda to a T. Uh-huh. She was she was always sort of over the top, but still a bit old school Australian drag. Mm-hmm. And if there was one person that was going to wear fringing to the floor... Was Kidda. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. And she's I just, love it. yeah. I, I, I really love Kidda. We, we connected over the pastry board. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I love And she her. sang beautifully. Oh my God. When she started singing, I thought it was RuPaul. I like, there was like, I, I, I was like, oh, are they, I, are they like, are they just lip syncing over a Ru thing? Cause I was like, it sounded so good. I was like, okay, yeah. no, that's her. <laughs> and there's a, you know what, I have to say there's a magic in editing and, you know, what goes through the computer, but um, they sounded amazing. They were fabulous. That part, that part. And I've, I've, we've all been helped by the machine when it comes to that stuff. Oh, I some love... more than others, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> they fooled me. I, I really love Art's look right here. I really enjoy yeah. it. The every pattern neon Lisa Frank fantasy was really fun for me. <laughs> Well, see, she was she was eliminated when we did the singing and dancing challenge. Uh-huh. So her to come back, this is the first time she's done the singing and, and dancing challenge. And, you know, Art's voice is very distinctly Art. So to add that and and have it as, as a verse and, and put it into the singing sort of challenge, a lot of us were like, I don't know if she could have done it. Right. I don't know if she could have done it. And right. she was heaven. It was a fabulous verse. It was fantastic. It, it's, it's, I yeah. wish we could have. When she came back in the room, can I ask, were they like, we're bringing her back because she's iconic? We're bringing her back. Like, was there just a, an ex? Because we all were like so happy to see her back, but like, I felt like the show didn't give an explanation. Was there something more Rue said that we missed? No. no. Nothing. Rue, Rue said, I'm coming back. It's a second chance. Okay. Okay, work. And, and a lot of the others were reacting, but because, you know, I, it was a sewing challenge mm-hmm. and I did tell everyone, told the world that, you know, it, it's RuPaul's Drag Race, she takes sewing lessons. I also didn't say that I was a good sewer. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. So I was like, they were all going, oh, my God, Art's back. Oh, wow, is it fair? Is it not? 
And I was scanning that garbage bin for material to think, oh, okay, what am I going to wear? What am I going to do? What am I going to? So, yeah, so the, the, her coming back sort of, you know, I was like, radio, the bitch is back. What am I going to do? Look after myself. <laughs> that's it. And that's the episode you, I feel, should have won. But that, that's, you did, you did, robbed. You were an incredible, you were an incredible episode. So that's, it says everything about keeping your eyes on your own paper. <laughs> Karen's bell bottom look, we love the purple and gold, very Elvisy moment. Love. And it was very Karen, very Karen to a T. Like everyone else was a bit sexier and what have you, but she yes. was so true to Karen from finance. Yeah. Um, I I just wish that the zipper was lower. Like I wish that at some point she unzipped to reveal this ridiculous cleavage or what have you, because you, if, if anyone yeah. knows anyone that yep. works in an office, uh-huh. a lot of them, as soon as they clock off, they're right. on a pole, pole dancing or, right. you know, they're sexy dancing or, they have you the know, tits they're, out they're hold on. Yes, yes. So I, that was my only thing. I was like, oh, I wish she would have revealed this ridiculous cleavage, but, you know, I'm a, I'm a titty girl anyway, so. Oh, my God, you have the best tits. Did you get these tits <laughs> custom made or not? Uh, they're from Boobs for Queens. Okay, they're from Boobs for Queens. Okay, those, we're aware with those, but like you, how did you find, like, I would say a lot of times people wear gigantic tits. The proportions aren't right, but your mega tit proportions rock. <laughs> like, <laughs> was that well, a trial and the tr- error? <laughs> the trick is that you need a a big bum to even it out. Uh-huh. Yep. yep so yep, I'm, yep. St- I'm still hourglassing. Just to a bigger proportion. Uh huh. God, it works. They're so good. <laughs> they, and there's it, it. And wearing them is like you see girls that have boobs like that. And and if you walk into a room and there's a girl with boobs like that, she's straight over saying, "Oh, bitch, how's your back? You know, I can't. I've, I haven't seen my feet for years, and <laughs> all that sort of stuff." Or you get the switch, the the flip side, and the smallest girl will come over and say. Oh, I wish I had boobs like yours. And, totally. And you're like, you know, if you had boobs like me, you'd be dead or you'd be in the movies, love. So <laughs> you'd be dead. <laughs> I love it. Okay, the only look we have to say in this final look thing before we get to our final runway is Scarlet's just, you know, black slut, sh- which I live for, <laughs> just strings. Her outfit is strings yes. and a gorgeous red wet wig. What do we think? Well, see, this is this this challenge was right up her alley. She excelled in the dance singing challenge before, uh-huh. and you know, we all just knew that she was going to be absolutely incredible. She's a, she's a really great drag queen. She's a yeah. fabulous drag queen. You know, she, she's she got a past that is 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 the past. Um, yes, you know, I'm I'm not. Uh, equipped to talk about that. I'm a, I'm a, a cis white male. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, she is a great drag queen. She's a really I, good drag queen. I think, yeah, I think that's well said. And I think ever, I'm really excited to see what she does next. Um, she's incredible. Yeah. I mean, her talent just just lit the oh. show on fire. And, uh, yeah, I, I hope, I hope, she finds just like a lovely place to evolve her point of view and and no matter what grow 
um, away from the light of the fandom. You know what I mean? I think yes. yeah. that would be lovely if she had that opportunity. She will and she won't. Like, which is an unfortunate yes. reality of exposing yourself to the show. Exactly. And yeah, and, and talent-wise, incredible. Absolutely yeah. incredible. But, you know, she did do a pole dance and it, absolutely incredible, fabulous uh-huh. pole dance. But she doesn't have a pole move named after her. I have a pole <laughs> move named after me. A maxi. It is a maxi. There's the maxi that has been taught around the world. I um, love. I, I, I was one of the first boys to take pole dancing lessons in Sydney and I created this move accidentally hungover. And, um, yeah, and it's taught everywhere. What? <laughs> I didn't know this. <laughs> yes. So the Scarlet, she did a great job, but that bitch doesn't have a pole move named after her. I, Maxie, this is queer canon. <laughs> we have to do, open the textbook. Someone call Rand McNally. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too old to do it anymore. I can't do it, but it is taught around the world. Oh, I, that is a gag. I had no idea. <laughs> Uh, okay, so well, let can. it be known. You heard it here on the Only Drag Podcast. God bless. Um, <laughs> okay, we have best drag as our final runway. We're going to chirp and burp these looks. As you know, we chirp the looks we love. We burp the ones we have questions about. First, we have Art Simone coming out in this blue Cinderella ball gown times three. Blue everything. What do we think? Uh, that's a chirp, 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 chirp. It, it is, is absolutely stunning, isn't it? It is absolutely stunning. I love the detail of the drapery uh, also around the, like, toolish element. I haven't seen that before. Oh, that's stunning. Cool. As well as the jewelry is identical to the colour of the, the dress. It was, like, it is crazy to find everything that has matched the same colour because... Uh-huh. Fuck, I have tried that. And as soon as you say this dress is going to be this colour, there is no jewellery, there's no hair, there's nothing that matches. So the fact that she's got everything that's matching is incredible. It's awesome. I also want to say, like you, like the I love seeing a Disney princess with exposed tattoos like this is so... <laughs> necessary for young women to see. I'm not even like, I'm like not even joking. It's just like the beauty and uniqueness that you bring when you like expose your tattoos and and do something ultra glam is like so cool and needed. (laughs) And so fabulous. And I love, I love women that have full tattoos everywhere. Yeah. They're just so gorgeous. Amazing. Amazing. Which one of yours hurt the most or did they? I, I'm covered in tattoos, so the older you get, the more they hurt. Fuck. Um, my, I've got stuff on my side, which really hurt, but my uh-huh. hands are the the ones that have hurt the most recent. Oh, uh, my God. Yeah, I, I have none. I'm a real coward. I've always just been like, needles are <laughs> scary. <laughs> yeah. No, they're not. Vaccinate, vaccinate, vaccinate. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, I'm regressive. Speaking of Karens, I'm the Karen. And now we have Karen from finance coming to the main stage in this gorgeous, like, pinstripe 60s, uh, like, ultra secretary. It is the ultra secretary of all secretaries. What do we think? 
Yeah, it's secretary on steroids, isn't it? It is. Yeah. And it is so, so Karen. Once again, she stayed true to Karen from finance. Um, you know, maybe imagine if she twisted around and she revealed this sexy, you yeah. know, little tiny thing. But that we, we don't know. She might she might have had it there, but yeah, I love Karen. We shared a we shared a dressing area where we sort of hung our clothes. And oh, that's yeah, fine. she's just Incredible. Such a wonderful person. It is definitely a chirp. Yeah, if she revealed something, amazing. Not mandatory, but that that the, the no. cut of the dress almost makes you wonder, like, ooh, that could pop yeah. open. What's happening here? De- definitely a chirpy chirp for me. It's a big chirp. It's a big chirp. Yeah. All these looks were stunning. Next, we have Kitamane. I mean, Look, Angel it's, it's from a, it, Angels. It's a double chirp because of those boobs. Chirp, 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 chirp. The boobs, I mean, the the gigantic mechanical wings, the blueness, oh. the, the frosty ice makeup with it all. My God. And she's just, this is so Kitta as well. Yeah. She's just, and... and she she was anged- angelic, but at the same time, there was a campness. There's a funness that is always kidder. God, she was really lovely to watch in this episode. She was just yeah. so, like, cracked open raw in a way that, like, you don't, you really don't see many queens, especially queens that, like, we make it so far in the show. And that was really exciting yeah. to see. And I do have to say, when she exited and she put her wings down, that was pretty funny too. <laughs> that was fantastic. Because I was like, I wanna, I'm glad. I mean, I kind of want to see her struggle through the doorway. But <laughs> so pussy. So pussy. Next, Miss Scarlett Adams giving this. Wow. She's just giving rich daughter of, like, rich daughter of the governor. Like... <laughs> Pink, so beautiful, rose, isn't she? Lovely, stunning. The hair, the flowers, and, and those earrings are ridiculous. She looks. What does she look like? I mean, she looks like she's starring in a new period piece. You know, drama. You know, just like alongside Natalie Portman and Kira <laughs> Knightley, just being <laughs> pussy and soft. She looks great. <laughs> See, I thought she looked like, uh, you know, the music boxes that you used to have? Yes. And you'd have the princess. Yep. And you'd open it up and she'd do a spin. She looked like that. She looked like a music box princess. Totally. Music box. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, no, am I haunted? No way. This is a good thing. You know, I love this is a beautiful thing, but I'm also scared of it because there's like a mirror behind the little princess in the box. Do I look into it? Exactly. Don't look into Always it. Always look into the box. <laughs> Always open that box is the only lesson we've learned today. All chirps. So it's a chirp, chirp, chirp. chirp. Uh, no surprises there. All chirps there. They gush and pour their hearts out. They talk about, you know, who what they would say to their younger selves. Do you have anything you'd say to your younger self, Maxie? Um... Maybe more fruit and vegetables than sugar. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Go for a walk, bitch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Star jumps, no TV, star jumps. <laughs> learn something from the gay aerobics. Learn something. <laughs> oh, learn something. Learn how to learn a talent. <laughs> Play an instrument for fuck's sake. <laughs> same. I would say the same to me, my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they're beautiful. They, they gush. They open themselves up. Kidda, once again, 
really, they really show her just open up. I mean, it's lovely to see her talk with Rue. It's lovely to see her talk to her younger self here. I, and then and we finally, oh, go ahead. So it's very Australian slash New Zealand to have this heartfelt moment and then end on a joke or a funny. Of course, and, yeah. And it, and it was very kidder. You know, she would have these heart-filled moments where she'd be in tears, but then she'll throw in this hilarious joke that you're sort of crying but you're laughing at the same time, which is which is very much our drag. Yeah, I. it, it was... So fun to see that. It was so fun to see. It's been such, it has, this, this, uh, this season has been impossible to predict. And uh, yes. it's made it quite a fun finale to be like, okay, what is going to happen? Because this feels like absolutely anyone's night. Um, and uh, then they lip sync one at a time. Scary. Yeah. Fun. Scary. And to an amazing Olivia Newton-John song, Physical. Huge. Which is, you know. It's not, it wasn't Xanadu, but. (laughs) (laughs) Such a shame. But, you know, yeah, but physical, I love physical as well. I remember watching that when it first came out. Big deal. The the video and it was, you know, all these sexy. Once again, Olivia probably made me gay because, you know, all those sexy guys in those thongs. Yes, yes, that moment was, I mean, God, I miss, I man, man, to, to just be in an 80s locker room, <laughs> what I wouldn't give. And that's when everyone was Me wearing t- tiny shorts and no one was, like, clocking it. It was, like, crazy, isn't it? And, then and the there were 90s. all those amazing tiny shops, oh. tiny shorts with the ribs around them. Oh. So good. Did you, have, you, have you seen Sleepaway Camp by any chance? No, I haven't. It's a spooky. Go watch it. It is one of the gay. It's the gayest horror film of all time. Go watch Sleepaway Camp. Oh, really? Um, okay, that's on today. The men look insane. The men dress like camp counselors, and the way they're dressed is is truly like makes gay porn clothes look tame because they're dressed in <laughs> crop tops, the jean shorts, you know, muscles exposed. It's just like, this is, I. why was I not alive for this period? <laughs> well, you had to uh, put that in though, didn't you? Why wasn't I alive? You bitch. You bitch. <laughs> look, I'm right behind you. I'm right behind you. Um, this is amazing. And of course, we crown the lovely, the gorgeous, the campy Kitamane. How was it? How'd you feel watching her take the crown? Well, I was, I, I, we watched at the official viewing, which was with Coco Jumbo, Scarlet, and Art. Oh and, my God. Um, I, want, I, I wish I could have seen this. Uh huh. So it was a big night for Art and Scarlet. Um, Coco and I had processed our emotions already. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. But when right, they announced right. it, I, I was really rooting for Kidda. I thought she was just really fabulous. She's a really sweet queen. And I think, you know, I'm, oh, I'm going to say it. Who cares? It's all over now. I thought that it was important that we crowned a New Zealander for Drag Race Down Under. Uh-huh. Because we did go, we did go in and me to a, a, a point you know, I knew these New Zealand queens and I thought they were amazing, but at, we sort of went, okay, well, you know, the Aussies are going to show us how it's done. You know, right. the Aussies are going right. to. And it wasn't that we discounted them. It's just that maybe we could have, not full of ourselves, but, you know, we sort of thought, uh-huh. well, you know, 
this is how it's going to be done. The Aussies are here to show you how it's done. And and I'm really happy that a New Zealand girl took the crown yeah. and will will represent down under to its fullest. And she's a really great queen. She's fabulous. Uh, she's a fucking riot. Yeah. And, you know, she owns two clubs in Auckland that I'm going to work at when I go to visit. So Amazing. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah, she's amazing. It, it was fun. It was a fun rise for her. I think she's so fucking cute and funny. And like, yeah. it's nice. It's a nice reminder that you can get to the top, like just by being as sweet and real and compassionate as someone as Kita has been. Um, it's exciting. Yeah. And, and and hey, if, it, if it, it's just a little playful drama for season two, I would love for there to be some cute infighting with Australia versus New Zealand taking the crown. You know, just, you know, just, just like little drama. Uh, yeah. Well, it was, it was sort of there. They were, there was all that sort of stuff that, you know, on the sidelines, Kidder and Electra were like, well, I can take two, I can take three sort of yeah. thing. But the one thing was that, that when Kidder threw shade, it was always funny shade. It wasn't mean. Facts. It wasn't malicious. You were like, you know what? If you said that to my face, I would have laughed my ass off. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. A hundred percent. I love it. I'm excited. It's, I can't believe it's over. I wish the season was even longer, but uh, we did it. We had it all. I, Maxie, I, if there's anything, anything you want to say to the listeners, to the Drag Race fans, what, what, anything else you want to say to them? Uh, support, support Drag Race Down Under. You uh-huh. know, I know there's a lot of views about production and this and that, this and that. But, you know, it was the first one. It was filmed in a pandemic. That part. It was like crazy, crazy restrictions. Uh, it may not have ha- turned out like you thought it would have turned out, mm-hmm. um, but it is just a TV show. And <laughs> I think that maybe instead of hating a TV show, we hate COVID. <laughs> and we, we, put, we put our hate into something that we can change. That and we part. can go forward. What about um, lo- yeah. policymakers? Should we focus on exactly policymakers who are taking away our rights? No, gay people. Gay people. I haven't yes. met. Um. <laughs> yeah. So let's focus on let's focus our hate on other. Th- well, you know what? Let's not hate. Let's let's focus our disappointment on things that yeah. we can change and not a TV show. Um, you know, Maxie, thank you for taking us to gay church. Honestly, that means the world. <laughs> we need that reminder. Support queer artists like Maxie. Maxie, where can we support you? Venmo. I don't know if that's a thing there. Merch. Where's your website? How can we uh, support you as well? Um, well, I'm, Instagram's probably the easiest, isn't it? We've all got Instagram there. Uh-huh. Alaska told me um, when I was touring with her when she was over in Australia a couple of years ago, uh-huh. she said, look, look after your fucking Instagram. <laughs> look uh-huh. after your Instagram. Work. So, you know, Ma- Maxi Shield at Instagram is probably the best bet. Great. Find Maxi there and you'll get the links to everything, Maxi, the tour dates, the merch. It's all going to be there in that bio. You know it. Yeah, maybe I'm trying to do it. I want to do a cooking show. I want to do a cooking yes. show and release a cookbook. Yes, you should. You should. Oh, my God. <laughs> and the angle can be really healthy recipes. And they're just whatever yes. you want to eat. Do you know what I'm saying? It's yeah, like, like this is really like healthy. Like cookies with butter. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes. Well, Max, you're such a damn treat. Thank you so much for this. You you coming to talk the, this finale is such a treat for us and an amazing way to end this season. Uh, we'll be looking out for you on the online. Thank you, you sweetheart. Thank you, thank you. And I hope to be in America one day. You know, as I said before, vaccinate, vaccinate. As soon as I've got my shots and we're allowed Come. to, you will see those... You'll see those big tits on tour. I'll be here in LA and I will find you wherever you're performing I, and and stuff a 20 in your ass, okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Start small, then work big. <laughs> <laughs> okay, perfect. So support Drag Her wherever you find the drag podcasts. Uh, and I mean, you know, obviously it's the only one, but you can go to Drag Her Podcast to support us. And if you really want to support us, give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It makes such a difference. It helps keeps the lights on. And we thank you for leaving them. I'm going to read one real quick uh, as we leave. One uh, from just June 10th. Oh, that was so recent ago. From CX Cole. You're awesome. Five stars. Thank you. Says more than Drag Race. I really appreciate your recent convo on the looks and worthiness and community values. Here's some more. Anyone who says they're just here for the drag commentary is missing out. Thank you, CX Cole. You get us. We love you. Till next time. Bye, bitches. Bye-bye. That was a Hidgum original.